Welcome to another episode of Mary's Local Hour. My name is Mary Belichis. The song you were just listening to is called Garden by EJ Hervey. So EJ is actually who I interview in this episode, and our good friend Ricky Sharp also joins us. You might know Ricky's music under the name Antacid. EJ and Ricky are two very incredible Jacksonville musicians, so this interview was honestly very insightful and fun for me. This little chat was recorded live during a local hour on 95.5 UNF Spinnaker Radio. So without further ado, please enjoy this conversation with EJ Hervey and Ricky. Okay, so I just actually started recording this for the podcast. Oh, so sick. quick reintroduction. We oh, have EJ hey. Hervey with us and we have Ant Asked with us, aka Ricky. Surprise visit. Okay. Surprise yeah. visit. Um, What's your bio? My bio, hi, my name is EJ Hervey, and my bio on Twitter is follow my music before I play stadiums full of sad 15-year-olds. Right now, it's just houses full yeah, of it's sad houses. <laughs> Filled to the brim. Yeah. I wouldn't say the age the age um, population is that young. It isn't. No, it's not. Just to keep the joke under 21, alive. though, I'd say. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. The mean. Very much under 21. <laughs> There, at the last Lumpy show, there were some people in the driveway who were, like, freaking out about being the oldest ones there. Yeah. So, it's like, like, if you're freaking out about being the oldest ones there, you're probably not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you were just listening to EJ Hervey, who is in the booth I right in now. The, in the in booth. In the booth. And so is Ricky. What's oh, up, yeah. Ricky? Hi. Hello. <laughs> Wait, so did did you just, like, know that we were doing this? And you EJ and I were texting. Yeah. Oh, true. Oh, we, we were texting We're in, like, three group chats, <laughs> or, like, two. Yeah, we were in two group chats mm-hmm. together. Should we... Ex- yeah, let's leak. All right, well, oh. EJ is playing synth for Ant's Acid stuff now, so we're setting up... Yeah. Oh, wow, that sort of, wow, Yeah. Wow. When is that first show going to be? The 19th. 19th. Yeah. Oh. Playing with, like, Phase Wave and Hensley and... That seems like a cool lineup. Where is that? It does seem like a cool lineup. It's the, it's um, my it friend Ellie. Jalissa is on it too. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not really. I I haven't really paid attention that much, but uh, <laughs> that's a bad thing to say. But <laughs> that is super bad. Yeah, I I always forget about shows until like two weeks or a week before that's the crazy, time. Crazy because anytime like I'm I'm planned to play a show, that's all I can think about. Yeah. Well, like, I measure my yeah. days in relation to when the show is. Like, yeah. oh, okay, I have, like, two weeks. <laughs> I have one week and six days. What what day is it, two weeks? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, right now it's like, I have nine days to figure out this live set. But, you know. Exactly. It's a it's a time, and we're just loving it. I'm trying yeah. to find the flyer. I'm tr- also trying to find the flyer. I've been tagged in it, like, five times. I have times. found it. Uh, yeah, I also it's, found um, it. Cherry Springer's playing, too. Yeah, Cherry Springer, Acid, Coastal Kid. Have you listened to Coastal Kid? I have not. Hensley's on it, too. Yep. Phase Wave is headlining. And it's at the Dragon Factory, mm-hmm. which is a Where cool... Is that? I don't think I've ever been. It's like it's, a... Yeah. Um, it's like, like a... Storage unit? Yeah, it's like a warehouse thing. Because yeah. Ellie is doing, like... Because the thing is, like, she has a whole bunch of vintage clothes, and she's, like, oh. she's like putting you know, on, like, a little... For that? Can, can Ellie style us? Yeah. Well, <laughs> that would be so sick. Ellie is a family friend, so I could I could get her on that real quick. But, okay, so I do want to get into... 
a quick background story about you, EJ, and okay. then Ricky, if you want to share yours, feel free or chime in, whatever. But I want to know where you come from. <laughs> like, how did you grow well, into? Well, I emerged from my cocoon. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. How did you um, find I have the said? same question, EJ. Where did you come from? Yeah, um, just back roads of Texas. Oh uh, no. How um, did you find music and? I was born in Jackson, Mississippi, um, mm. in 1999. And you're younger than me. Whoa. I know. What? No Yo. way. I know. It's just that I carry myself in such a mature fashion <laughs> yeah. that everybody just thinks that I'm wow. older than them. I, I didn't know. About that. I also. Um, yeah, but I'm a youngin. Um, I was born in Jackson, Mississippi. Uh, parents were um, super into church, super into um, super Christian, and I and I really appreciate that about my upbringing. Mm -hmm. um, I started out maybe when I was four or five, going to church and um, hearing pastors and then children's churches and everything. And then when I was like seven, we moved to Baltimore, um, where my where my mom is from. And there is where I really got into music because my uncle would kind of let me um, play drums uh, during some services and let me get on bass and everything. And that's really where I got that kind of passion and love for music. And I was like, this is awesome. Like, this mm -hmm. is amazing. And then we moved to Jacksonville when I was nine years old. And Why? Why? Yeah. My dad is actually, oh, shout out to my mom and dad. I don't know if I can do that. <laughs> Shout but, out. It's done. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Cut it, Mary. Yeah, I'm never no, coming no, back no, no, anyway. No. Um, no, no, we're kidding, we're kidding. This is all jokes. This yeah, is all jokes. this is all jokes. <laughs> um, but my mom and dad are both doctors in education. And my mm -hmm. dad actually had the opportunity to... Um, work at Edward Waters College at as a provost. Heck yeah. We went to school right across from there in middle oh, school. Sick. James, James Walden. James Walden. Their yeah, old yeah, yeah. building. Definitely. Yeah. And so I grew very accustomed to Kings Road and um, oh, yeah. what is it? What's that Chinese food? Are you All talking I about? I remember is the Popeyes. That's like right there. You're talking about like China One? No, not China. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. There's this Chinese joint on King's Road. It is the best Chinese food that I have ever had in my life. I feel like I should know, but I don't. Sorry. Whatever. Whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we'll try. Um, so my dad started working at Edward Waters College, and I moved here. Um, I went to a private school. Um, Which one? Providence. True. Wow. Yeah, it was wild. It was wild. It was rigid. I had to wear like a polo shirt every day. I have to of ask you life. off air if you know any <laughs> people I know. Yeah. I played. I played soccer with a lot of people who went to Providence. I played soccer with a lot of people who went to Providence because I went to Providence. Oh, true. Yeah. True. <laughs> I only knew like one person at Providence. I think. What yeah. a school. Okay, so but, Providence. Um, went to private school. For all of elementary school and middle school, that's where I started band. I played French horn first, and then I played Heck sousaphone. Yeah. And then I played bass guitar in our jazz band. Wow. And then <laughs> I had the opportunity to go um, audition for DA in my ninth grade year. And so I went into the vocal program, which it's not something that I did. I didn't consider myself a singer or anything before 10th grade when I went to DA. Um, and the experiences that I got there and the people that I met there are some people who I still know and I still talk mm -hmm. to and experiences I still draw from today. 
And if I had a yeah. dollar for every person who's been on the show who went to DA, yeah. <laughs> you'd have I so many dollars. You'd have a lot of dollars. You'd have like $10. You'd have $10. If I had a dollar, then I would like get lunch later. <laughs> I, I would buy a four for four <laughs> from, exactly. from Wendy's. That's I like would two buy four two four for fours <laughs> and have like a couple dollars left over All right. for a okay, um, yeah. that Guys, we've got to recenter. <laughs> I auditioned for DA and I got in, but I didn't want to go. Really? I got in for vocals. I didn't know you auditioned. Vocal. Yeah. For what? For vocal as well. Yeah. Why have I? This is my first time hearing this. Yeah. I'm not surprised, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, what is it? I, I wish got I in audition. for musical theater and vocal, but I saw that the musical theater kids were kind of weird. <laughs> so I was like, they definitely are. <laughs> They just sing all the time. Right. They just love to sing. But, but I mean, you are I know. But we love to sing. We <laughs> do love to sing. We we were in musicals together in high school. Yeah, and we Wizard just Wizard of Oz. I can just see yelling <laughs> in Wizard of Oz. We no. were in um Tin Man. Dorothy. <laughs> we, we were. I would be the witch. No, no, no. I would be the. <laughs> That's the next question. Which musical <laughs> character, character do you um, yeah. identify with the most? We, we no, did the we did the 25th annual Putnam County Spelling Bee. Do you know what that is? Yeah, it was really funny. good. It's, it's so, so funny. funny. He was the Boy Scout. Ricky was the Boy I Scout. I uh, was sing so about funny. <laughs> yeah, you did. Yeah, and, we know. And <laughs> we I was the little over. girl. I was Olive in the. She was the freaking star. Oh no, my gosh. I feel no. Well, I, feel I identify like with Ollie. the Phantom of the Opera. True. True. I was just talking to Emma about that on the show last week. She's an opera singer. Yeah, I know. Are you an opera singer? I'm class classically training. (laughs) Like, yeah. In the process right now. Yeah, I'm like I'm not saying saying I'm classically trained (laughs) is so dumb. I'm like, (laughs) yeah, I'm not. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) But because like people literally train until they're 35 to sing opera. True. For five years before they can't before, yeah. sing opera. Before their before, voice just goes. Right. Like, like literally, there are people my age in New York who are just yes. now kind of catching stride to some of that True. stuff. But yeah, I mean, I do classical repertoire. I know <laughs> stuff about that, and I have learned a more music theory than someone who doesn't learn musical theory (laughs) like of course mr um, humble over here but so you're in are you in school for i go to fscj i'm at present i'm not but i am taking private lessons okay so i'm still keeping that that's very cool is that like the end goal for you and end goal for you i do not want to be an opposite (laughs) i do not they're like Also, it's weird, cause, like, talking about yourself, because everything that you say that's not bad about yourself just comes out as a flex. So, True. But, like, but, like, I've had... It's a, why you're here. Yeah. I'm here to flex. That's all, honestly. That's why anyone is here. Honestly. But a little, I dreamed a dream as time gone by. <laughs> I would love to um, hear you sing opera. Yeah. Seriously. I, my first live session will not be, like, my music. It'll be, like, some classical oh. Italian rap. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that would be totally fine. Yeah. I mean, whatever. But um, I've had teachers and everything who are like, yeah, you could, like, make a lot of money, like, singing opera and singing, like, different classical repertoire and stuff. And I was like, great. 
I don't want to. Yeah. Like, I do not want to. Why is that? I don't There's not really an audience for I mean, opera. There is a huge, bro. Is there? Oh, whoa. Did I bro, would buy. I would buy a That is so fast. Listen, so, like. Y'all are alone on that. Don't, so, like, the audience is not us. Like, it's not us. Yeah, like, yeah. It's like. There, our are, there are student. There are people in our demographic the, going. Yeah, it's those people. Yeah. But, like, there are people in our demographic going because they're studying to be True. opera singers, so they oh, need yes. to learn, or it's a class requirement. Oh, I have to go to so many yeah. concerts. DA kids probably love opera concerts. Are they, do you think, Listen, what do they call them? They don't call, they, do they call them they're concerts? They're called operas. Oh, yeah. And uh, different. <laughs> <laughs> this is just bad. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, they're called operas. Are you paranoid that you're like too far away? From I right? speak very loud. Okay, that's I, why. That's I'm, why I'm thinking yeah. like it probably sounds even. Yeah, we'll that's see. like that's why I that's why I keep this distance. Okay. But um, what is it? Yeah, I have been to different opera operas and different recitals and everything, and the audience isn't us. It's the not to be bad or a bad person on air, but like it's the older people, it's the people who That's not bad. like like that kind of music. True. Those are the people who sing for it. And if you get that audience, like the Met is easily one oh, of yeah, the yeah, biggest yeah, yeah. theaters, one of the biggest houses mm -hmm. in America. Like, honestly. And they are and they're probably one of the more successful <laughs> theaters yeah. in America. Um, just because that's what the audience is, and um, I may not be the audience, we may not be the audience, but the audience is definitely there. So, like, there are opportunities to be had and there's money to be made, but, like, it's not us. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not, mm -hmm. not going to be like, yo, come to the gig, I'm sad. <laughs> 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 yeah, post it on your Instagram, right. like, yo, we got an opera gym. this weekend. <laughs> Literally. I feel like that'd be kind of sweet, though. I like, mean, I'd yeah, be, we need I'd a be crossover totally artist like that. I'd All right, totally though. Honestly, not even to be like, like that, but, like, people show up for shows now and, like, leave after the first set. Like, they'll show up to an opera and be like, all right. They'll hear no, the first note. They'll they be like, just, what? like, come for the one person. Who and then leave, yeah. And then the thing is, like, recitals and stuff are usually one person. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah. So there's no room for that. Yeah, you just come. <laughs> and you don't leave. I honestly feel like we're not giving enough credit to our people, our age of people. No, definitely not. Because I would be so psyched if you posted about yourself doing an opera. Right. I'd be the first one to buy a ticket. Like, honestly, it's, it's, I think it's also, like, from an artist's standpoint, right? So if you're, like... My audience, but I also love musicals. Yeah. <laughs> my audience isn't like, like if I'm like, I have a recital in a couple weeks, but Ricky won't want to go to a recital anyway, then I'm not going to ask him, you know? No, I'd be there. And yeah, I feel no, like Ricky like, would still that's, be there. That's the point, though, is like there are people who will show out and show up for you. But, I mean, I think sometimes as artists, and we all have done different things, I think sometimes we have a tendency to, there are always people who would like to support us but don't because they don't know what's going on sure. and we feel like hey if we put it out on instagram then the people who will want to come will show up but sometimes people just want to know when things are happening and i feel like sometimes i can be a little insecure to the fact that i do make art and some people would like to experience it and some people just may want to support me and like if so there are people who have come to shows because I'm playing or different people are playing and then just keep going and keep getting yeah, involved yeah, yeah. in the community mm -hmm. and that's like that's honestly the goal. Yeah. That's what we want. People who didn't come to shows to go to shows. And to that same thing it's like 
since I started, like, my first show was February 10th of this year. Wow. And I've played probably, like, 20 since then, which is freaking crazy That's to think wild. about. And wow. since that first show... With Glazed? Yeah. I think I remember. I think I was there. It was Glazed, Woolbright, Primary School. And Youth. First Case. Impeccable and first case. memory. And I met all those people for the first time that night. And, like, since then, I see them everywhere. Every right. show. It's crazy how in Jacksonville... Everyone's showing up to everyone's show. It's it's really it's awesome. Like especially recently, I'm not gonna lie. Like, I've been going to shows for a pretty long time just because Glaze, just yeah. because like I literally grew up doing that. But within the past like year or two, it's been crazy how like um, how involved different people are in different. Yeah, like think yeah. people you would never uh, expect to like be that exactly involved. In, literally, like, yeah, it just happens. Like, though. people get. People are, because you, Glazed isn't the music you play. No. <laughs> like, like the Glazed isn't the music you play. It's not the music not we all. play. But we're always on the, we're always at Barricade. We're always <laughs> yeah, at Barricade. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we're always going crazy. I think exactly. that. Oh, yeah. If you've ever seen me at yeah. a Glazed concert, it's you know, wild. So this I got crazy. scared of Ricky. <laughs> this kid. And, I, and I go a little crazy. <laughs> but, like, I was scared of Ricky. Glazed brings the worst out of me, for sure. But in the best that. way yeah. possible. But the best. The best way possible. I wish I was, like, that free. Yeah. Watching people, no, but but it's true, and we also grew up listening to that type of music. So I don't know. Like the first show I ever played was with an all punk lineup, and yeah. I was yeah. so scared. It was Modern Color, right? And yes. Teen Divorce and Glaze. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's a... and then another band too. But that's okay. Um, it was yeah, it was just like terrifying to me, but mm. kind of comforting because those are the type of shows that I've just been going to for a while. Yeah. yeah. So it was, like, all the same. What about, EJ, have you ever played a show where it's, like, you're on the lineup and you're, like, why am I on this lineup? All the time. Listen. In what capacity? Listen. <laughs> like, this is also a thing. I think that um, we've come a long way recently just in terms of local music and music in general. But, like, soft acts and acoustic acts, there's just, like, such a weird... Not stigma, but there's... No, there's a stigma. There's you can a say stigma, stigma. And this is why I hate performing. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. So, like, I'm, I'm not... I'm one of the more experienced, I would say. Like, I've just been playing you acoustic for a are. while. Like, I've just been playing acoustic for a while. I'm not better. I'm not necessarily saying I'm better or worse than anyone who's out here, like, on the acoustic grind. Because, mm -hmm. like, I appreciate everyone who's out Shout there. Shout out, Dore. But shout out Dore. Hi, Kristen. Listen, we Kristen, love you, Kristen. I love you so much. She's so good. And um, yeah, she's amazing. All of her music is on Spotify, on its own Bandcamp, and all of that acoustic. stuff. Yeah. Like literally acoustic. We were coming up around the same time doing things, and we also yeah. both went to DA together. We sent yeah. a lot of the same classes. Love that girl so much. But um, just you get put on an act, not and get put on first. Not because you're objectively better, not because you're objectively worse, not because, because of anything, but because you're acoustic, because you're solo, because you're playing music mm -hmm. that doesn't necessarily, like, no one's going to get it's live like for you, bro. Open. Literally. I and, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. There are shows where, like, the acoustic people have the most draw. There are shows where acoustic people are, like, some of the most experienced people in Jacksonville yeah. on shows, mm -hmm. and they are playing. They're playing first, and they are playing um, spots. They are not even if you're playing first, 
you get tossed around in lineups because totally. bands want have a different preference. And I understand, like, well, we want to put you first because you're obviously the easiest one to set up. You need a yeah. guy box <laughs> and a table and, like, a chair. That's all you need. <laughs> and so, say, like... Say, check into the microphone real quick. Yeah. Say, say a note. Great. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, also, if we're trying to build up this community, then there should be a consideration to what every artist is thinking and everything mm -hmm. exactly. and what every artist is doing. If I get put on first and I'm like, I have to work until like seven, I won't be able to come for my load in time. Mm -hmm. Like there, been, there have been shows where I have had to work and I've let them know. And then they put me on first and I'm like, I cannot do this. And they're like, I guess you're not playing the show. Wow. Then. I was like, I guess I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, there's such a weird stigma it, around acoustic and um, different things. And I think I'll get into it more later. But that's, like, with shows that I put together, especially, like, I reach for, I try to get all the different genres. Mm -hmm. I try to get a lot of different demographics. And I try to mix it up. And I try to make at least layer an experience to people are experiencing things. Layers. Layers. We are onions in here. Seriously. We got layers. We have a whole bunch of options for a whole bunch of acts. Like Literally. The show variety is crazy. Yes. Yeah. Like, it's wild. And just, especially in show, shows that I'm on a lot too, like, I definitely look at, like, lineup and everything before I say yes to whatever's going on. I need to start doing that. Do you that. ever feel bad <laughs> about wanting to say no? Uh, more recently, not really, but like kind of like in the past, especially on the grind, like there's a tendency to be like, especially on the, like your come up and everything. Say yes to everything. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta get your reps in. You gotta get your work in. You gotta um, yeah. say yes to everything. You gotta play bomb shows whenever you can yeah and you got to make sure that you get your face out there because soon enough people if they see you out there enough then they'll want to know what's going on yeah like, now it's like i don't know if it's just being busier <laughs> or if it's just like or if it's just uh, being more involved like without having to sing or play or anything mm -hmm. or just um like becoming more secure as a person and just being on that journey but, like, I can say no easier now. Because also, especially when you get really cool opportunities, you you feel like, well, this is the only time I'll be able to get a cool opportunity. Yeah. This is the True. only time I'll be able to, like, play a festival. This is the only time I'll be able to, like, play in front of this many people open for this or that. And you just learn that as long as you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, as long as you're creating with integrity as long as you're creating with heart and as long as you're working hard that's not going to be the last opportunity for you yeah and i kind of came to that wow. realization yeah i know wow. that kind of hit it's crazy <laughs> but like as long as long as you're doing what you're supposed to the opportunities keep coming yeah and um not to say that there's a recipe for direct success based on how hard you work versus how hard because it's very much still a luck game but like as long as you're doing what you're supposed to be doing and as long as you approach it like putting yourself and putting your health before whatever game before whatever show before whatever mm -hmm. grind you're doing um different things will get opened up to you and it's really awesome how you know that works 
It's also important to be nice to everyone. Oh, true, please. true. So <laughs> here's my bone to pick <laughs> with being... So I'm not a mean person. I definitely am not a mean person. I could and never I, see you as one. And, like, I treat everyone with respect. That's the thing. Don't necessarily be nice to everyone, but you need to treat everyone with respect. Yeah. Because, with, what ha- because nice... Is an implication of no matter what happens, you will smile, and that mm-hmm. that's an implication of fakeness, right? So if <laughs> right. so, okay. if you see people I see what who you saying. really, I don't think it's a problem to not like people. Oh yeah, not like people's music. <laughs> I don't see it as like necessarily a problem. But you, you should you should always be it. respectful sure. yeah, to yeah, people, yeah. and you should always True. treat people with. Um, if you were in that situation on the other Fairly. side, how would you want to exactly. be treated in that situation? That or what would be fair The golden to you? rule. That's yeah, the golden, the golden rule. rule. Yeah. I also went to private school. <laughs> she just said it back. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> but yeah, you definitely just want to treat people with respect. And that's not to say, because also nice is like, it has this implication of people walking over you and stuff. Yeah. True. And like, yeah. You don't do that. That is true. If you are too nice, then like the they'll just get like the 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 sense that you're just like a pushover. So you don't want to yeah. be like too don't, nice. Don't be a pushover, but always be respectful. Give people what they're due. And as humans, we all deserve respect. So at the baseline, that's what they're due is respect. I totally agree. And I think this is a good time for a music break. I yes. know. So I think we're gonna play some Bobby Kid. Yeah. And then we'll get back into it. What song is it? This is Blue. Okay. This is Sick. Blue. I love this song. Shout the out Brian from Bobby Kids. Seriously. Shout out Brian. Shout out to all of them. Yeah, shout I've out had, Anna. I've shout had out um, out three out of the four of them on. Yeah, shout out Philip. Philip's really cool. I love I Philip. I need to have so him much. on. Philip is really, really cool. I've when never, you played like, that cover, oh, when you gosh, played that cover, he was singing every word. He knew every word to it. He was singing of it. Of course, but it. it's Phoebe Bridgers who doesn't know every word. Yeah. Okay, anyway, so here is some Bobby Kid. Here's the song Blue, and then you I'll get back. My right? <laughs> and you were just listening to Blue by Bobby Kid. Yes. Yes. One of my faves. I don't know about you guys. I like Dissonance a lot. Dissonance <laughs> okay. is probably my fave Bobby Kid. I don't have that on here, unfortunately. But so I want to talk a little about breaking into the habit of performing and sharing your music. So, off air, we were just saying about how dumb saying the scene I wanted is. to say so badly, like, breaking into this scene. Breaking but like, into the it's scene. It's nothing you break into, yeah. you know what I mean? It's, Sometimes yeah. I feel a little weird calling it a scene. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I, I've just started doing it because everyone calls it that now, so, like, whatever. But how did I get started playing shows? It was weird. I didn't... It was like... Well, what came first? Did you play shows or did you release music? So, I... The first show I played was one that I put on. Um, it was... Wow. I was in, like, 10th grade or 11th grade or something Mm -hmm. something wild but it was over the summer and um my church was doing this event called serve day and it was basically like thousands of churches across the country were doing um projects of service across in their communities which i thought was super dope and i was like i don't know what i can do but like if we put like a show together and then raise 
any amount of money and then we can give it to a community organization that's like doing cool stuff and so um we did a show i did a show with my friend um lucas who goes by the citrus trees when he makes music mm -hmm. and um and he actually goes here uh shout out lucas <laughs> um so we so we put on the show and it was a lot of fun and my first venue show was actually with Lucas because as a result of someone seeing someone taking a video at the show that I put on, he got booked at the 1904 at some like summer showcase thing. And so um, we had written a couple songs together, so he brought me on for the last couple songs and we played them. And I got into the habit of performing with Lucas and his band. And that was, um, that was kind of how I got started, and that's how I started learning stuff about things. But I didn't know about any, um, any local bands or anything. I, we'd just kind of get on showcases, like at the 1904, or get on something at Rain Dogs that's or whatever, cool. like here and there. Um, but when me and when, when Lucas and I both thought that I should kind of start making my own music, it was really weird because I didn't know really how to start doing anything. Um, so the first thing I did was I was like, I need to write my own music and I need to kind of get it out there when I stopped playing with Lucas and the Citrus Trees. And when I got it out there, um, I was like, well, now I have music, so let's make a show. <laughs> and I think Kristen. Kristen is the reason that I was able to start playing shows. Shout out Kristen Aww. again. Because um, while Kristen started playing later than the Citrus Trees did, I started playing my own music after she had started doing stuff. And so she was like, yo, there's this really cool venue um, called the Bug House. And like, <laughs> you should, yeah, it's crazy. Legendary. It's it, so like, you should totally like reach out to them if you're trying to do an EP release show. Um, and so my first bug house show was a show that i put together it was me um kristen this band called astra and ivy which is a couple of my friends who went to unf who who i just like seen at a couple practices i was like you should play my ep release show mm -hmm. these are literally the only bands i knew about at that time and cameron benchwarmer who went by lucky duck at the time <laughs> um yeah he's talking about that yeah and so we played that show, and I kind of just kept in contact with David afterwards, and he started, I just started going to more bug house shows and more local shows and everything, and that's honestly how you break in. True. You don't play a certain number of shows before people, like, notice you. You go to shows. Mm -hmm. that's, yeah. that's how... That's how you get people to and know you. you go to shows because you want to go right. to shows. You don't go to shows to, you know, to like pass show face around or your, anything. Pass around your business card. Yeah. Here's my CP. Right, exactly. Like, you go to shows because they're legitimately people but who you like, you want to support. Yeah. There's music that you want to see. Um, it's honestly less so about playing your show and more so about being a respectable person and integrating with the people who you want to integrate mm -hmm. with. Yeah. Yeah, it's all to me it's all about being a part of something Right. Just so bigger much bigger. Than I know. Okay, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it it honestly true. It's Most true. cliches are true. It's like, no, it is true for sure. Music has like certain songs take me back to times in my life and certain songs have legitimately I don't think a song has saved my life 
but a song has pretty come pretty darn close to saving yeah. my life. Um, yeah, and that is bigger than you when you're when you're um, basically fostering a space where art can thrive. That's so much bigger than an individual. And it may be cliche, but it's true. You're in when you're adding your art to the pile, you're doing something in service um, greater than yourself. Mm -hmm. I agree. That's true. Because it's wild. There are so many times, like, some of the songs that I've written and everything, like, there are people who have come up to me and um, have been like, yo, like, I've been dealing with depression, too, and I've been... Um, and I've been struggling with, like, suicide and, like, whether or not I'm going to kill myself, whether or not, like, I'm better around here and, like, I don't have any friends or anything. And I've just been dealing with that. And it's, like, that and, like, the music and the spirit behind it um, kind of opened them up. Like, I can't take, like, credit for it because I legitimately think that it's, like, that it's, like, God or whatever whatever you identify mm -hmm. with. But, like, my my source of strength and my source of creativity is, like, on my church and my upbringing and like my closeness to like my my god and my relationship with him and i think that using music as a vehicle really opens people up and does something more than like just makes people like want to jump or like makes yeah. people like have a fun time basically yeah that's true i really respect that that grounded nature that you speak from you're grounded baby <laughs> But, um, so what advice would you guys offer to other artists who have not shared their music before, but who really want to get into it? You go first. I mean... Because I feel like Ricky is someone who, like, I look up to as far as I'm going to put something Ricky out, Ricky just bro. did it. Yeah. Ricky just did Ricky it. Ricky did it and does it. Like, it's, if there's stuff that he wants to do, he will true. just kind of do it. And that's sick. Yeah. I mean... It's great. Like, I'm glad y'all think that about me. <laughs> but, uh, like, you know, it's all... We're all just trying to figure it out, you know? Yeah. And things have definitely worked out how I wanted them to, and I never expected that I would be in this position. Like, you were just talking about how people have reached out to you and, like, said that, like, one of your songs that you've written has, like, had an impact. Right, literally. And... I got one of those messages for the first time, like, like a month ago, wow. and it was, like, insane, and I never, like, thought that that, was, that would happen, but really, my advice to, like, you just need to find, like, I have EJ, I have Cameron, like, I have so many people to share things with now, yeah. and it's, like, you just need to find that, that group, I mean, it, it's as simple as that, like, I have the computer food guys, like, the effect that they've had I'm on me. I'm pretty sure I'm having you guys on next week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The effect that they've had on me and like my process mm. and like, like we're just constantly bouncing things off of each other. And like when I t when I text EJ and Cameron, like we're it's a it's a different world. It's like when I'm talking to computer food guys, it's like I'm sending my my beats and like my synth work and all that stuff. When I talk to EJ and Cameron, like I might send them my synth work, but I can also send them my acoustic work. And it's like it's an it's important. And we were talking about it earlier, too. It's like, in Jacksonville, there's all these different people. Like, I could send a song to Sailor Goon, right, Kayla, totally. like, and she could she could interpret it in a completely different way than EJ would. 
because that's just her thing. And, you know, like, there's there's a lot of outlets in Jacksonville, and we're all trying to help each other, believe it or not. Yeah. We, uh, I... At least you should be trying to yeah. help each other. I personally, <laughs> like, I... You know, you see people, people will get successful, and then, like, you know, some people will get jealous, but I think that's a mindset that you should definitely leave behind when you are... Because we're, we're all trying to right. do the same thing. Like, get higher. Seriously, like, it's not easy. No. So we need to support each other. That's the, that's the thing. Like, and, and Jacksonville has so many caring people, and, like, you, if once you push through those people who, like, obviously don't care and don't have your best interest at mind... You just find the next group, and there's so many people out there. There's so many great people out there. Yeah. Like the guys in Teen Divorce are great guys. The guys in all the guys in Glaze are fantastic guys. Mm -hmm. Like High. Runners High. Like there's so like I met the guys in um, Growth Spurt. Like yeah. and I became Caleb friends with them. Like Caleb and Brian and um, Philip. Wonderful people. Primary school. Like I could go on for days. Like Indy, Kayla, Sailor yeah. Goon, like Alan. There's just so many people. Your community. If you yeah. if you have music that you want to put out, go to a show, find an artist that you connect to, and message them on Instagram or message them on Twitter mm -hmm. or go up to them after the show and say that you like their song and just ask them. Like we're all very yeah open like, people. And the people who <laughs> it's weird because there are people who already have like that rock star mentality and that rock star mindset, like, I don't message my fans. It's oh, like, yeah, yeah. yo, I just saw you working at Starbucks like <laughs> last week, bro. Like, calm down. I know. Like, but I think you touched on something really important. Um, don't be afraid of networking uh, when you're starting out and, and when you continue. Um, a good tip for anyone who's starting to play, starting to do really anything creative, don't be afraid of networking in every direction, and don't be afraid of networking on any platform. But so, yeah, don't be persistent. Don't yeah, be don't like be, super don't persistent. Don't be like, yeah, like, don't be like, yo, when are we? When, when are we? When are we? And then like, if, <laughs> if we don't respond, don't like be like, hey, so like you don't like us or something. Like wait, no, we we, we like it's you. Like I'm just busy. Like yeah. I'm super busy. But, I don't. Um, yeah, it's like, but the I think we get we get caught up a lot with this like axis and i think of like sick this is like the success line mm -hmm. and i think a lot of people if you're here then you don't want to network with people who are in this who are on the same level as you or below you you just want to go up and you like that's, that's the true. temptation it's like and it's really tempting because if you have an opportunity to meet up with people who are doing things better than you are mm -hmm. one you definitely should because that is a part of your growth but also a lot of a lot of building and a lot of building yourself as an artist and a lot of building yourself as a person is going on a journey with people who are in the with you yeah, like, in that yeah. same like i consider like i consider ricky like we are we are close man like and i just love that ricky and i are kind of in the same place doing like the same shows doing like getting a lot of the same not level or caliber, like, opportunities or whatever, but yeah. we're doing a lot of the same stuff and we're making a lot of the same moves right now. So, like, when we get together and when we talk about stuff, we can approach it in a similar way mm -hmm. and sure. we can have someone to talk to about how we would handle a situation as we are right now. And then there are different people who have been doing it longer, more experienced than you, and you like definitely your should have. Yeah, <laughs> like, Justin is someone who I talk to about things, like, 
decisions Talking that I make a lot of times. Talking to him is very helpful. Yeah. And, like, there I are come, different I go to him people with acoustic acts and everything. Oh, yeah, Justin is a wonderful person. Like, well, they've been doing it for, like, five, six years now? Or maybe longer. even long eight years, Way right? Longer, like, 2012. Ooh, I don't know. Like, going almost ten, at least almost ten years. But, um, like, Justin is someone I talk to. There's a buddy of mine, Max Heldemo. Oh, yeah. Who, um, who plays a lot of great acoustic music, and he's someone who I talk to a lot and it's just about how he sets up shows and how he plays he and everything. Really good. And then don't be afraid of like people who may not be where you are because helping other people build up that's what you need and that's what you're looking for actively. Mm -hmm. So why are you going to say I'm only going to network up and see who can pull me up and not pull other people up. That's if true. everyone only networks up, then no one is networking. Seriously. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, <Seriously>. <laughs> like <laughs> think about it. If everyone is looking <laughs> up, then who's going to reach down? Exactly. Yeah. That's just not how things work. You, Everyone has to be open to reaching down for anyone to come up. And, um, and also don't be afraid of people who play different types of music than you, different mediums, like yeah, that's artists, modeling, um, different people who do physical stuff, different people, even if you're a musician and someone else is a singer, or if you're a singer and someone makes beats. Yeah. Like Ricky and I on paper, I don't think we make similar sounding music, but this is like one of the people who is one of my best friends in the scene and someone who I can sure. actively talk to on a regular basis. There are um, people who, when I was only playing acoustic music, who I started to talk to and I was scared of talking to because they're playing R&B music, they're in a different world than me or whatever. And like now, there they are people who I can talk to about different things and who I can help and who can help me. And just, I've been open to a lot of different opportunities because I haven't allowed what I think is my box to keep me yeah. boxed. Like I played a gig with Derek Marr Mm -hmm. I played oh, yeah. keys for Mar, mm -hmm. like yeah. R&B, hip-hop kind of stuff. It was amazing. One of the m most fun things I've ever done in my life. As a result of that, I got opportunities to work with Sailor Goon, um, to work with Ricky, to do some stuff with different artists um, around and just have different opportunities that aren't necessarily localized to acoustic, indie, sad music. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, just be open to... Even if, like, a painter hits you up and is like, yo, I love your work, or someone who does prints, yeah, someone always who a way writes, to someone who does poetry and everything, like, don't be afraid to reach out to people who do things that are different than you. At the you. end of the day, art is art. Yeah. Art is art, and that is what we're going to end the note on. Yeah. Yes. That's the ending note for the show. I wish we could go on. I really yeah. do. I, like, I feel like we could talk for hours yeah, we and could. hours. Literal hours. Yeah. L yeah. But uh, anyway. How, how much time is there, like, literally? Literally four minutes, but we still have to take our picture. Okay, yeah. Um, last thing. Closing words. Go ahead. Closing words. Um, art is art is a great thing. I think as a, as in general, as musicians and as people who enjoy music, we can tend to support music and not recognize that other art is other art. So if you like music and you like the social impact that music has, and if you're a musician and like the social impact that music has, then I think you should at least be open to having different artistic experiences and opening yourself up more. There are tons of different great photographers 
and physical artists and people who are writing poetry who are doing great things. Tenny Rudolph is doing amazing things. Mm -hmm. um, Chelsea Hart, Canabine, is a mm -hmm. wonderful poet and makes beautiful zines. And there are just a host of different people. Valeria or Val, I think she goes by, lives in New York, but is splitting her time. Does yeah. amazing work. There are people who vend different things, who sell different things, who deserve your support as much as a musician does. Mm -hmm. But I don't. I think there's a stigma around different art forms that isn't music because it isn't auditory. And I think that we as people just need to be open to different artistic experiences. I agree. I'm behind I that also 100%. agree. Yes. Well, thank you, EJ, for coming. Thank you, thank you Ricky, for, for joining me. us. It's been so much fun. Yeah. Seriously. I'd love you guys are welcome anytime. Seriously. I will do that. That's a genuine invitation. <laughs> Folks, thank you so much for listening to this entire interview. I had a lot of fun. I feel like both EJ and Ricky had some really good things to say. And um, yeah, thank you for listening. And I'll see you on the next episode. Peace.